It's the Brad Field Weather Podcast, underwritten by Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury, a full-service family-run flooring company, and by McAllen Construction Company. McAllen Construction, from the first dig to the last nail. I am Dan Lavallo. He is meteorologist Brad Field, and we are putting this podcast together on Monday, March the 22nd. And Brad, one of the reasons, actually the reason we're doing the podcast early this week is because I am going to be away. So uh, we're going to we're going to do the podcast early this week. And uh, from what from what I can hear, the first three weeks of March have been pretty normal. What's going on? Yeah, Dan, uh, just about average as far as temperatures are concerned. So when you uh, average out the first 21 days of the month, we come up with a 0.2 degree temperature deficit per day. So uh, we that's about as normal as you can possibly get. But it has been a dry month thus far, Dan, only about one inch of melted precipitation and only a tenth of an inch of snow thus far this month. But because uh, the uh, the months of especially December and February were so snowy, no matter what happens here in the remaining days of March or in April, we will go into the uh, record books with above average snowfall this snow season. And uh, so we've got the first 21 days of the month as pretty much average there are uh, eight more days left in the in the month of uh, of March after today, Dan, and it looks like four of them are going to be warm and four of them are going to be cold. So when you average it all out, it's it's going to uh, pretty much be a normal March. Which, by the way, getting this kind of weather where we're going to have a stretch of some warmer than normal and then getting back into perhaps colder weather is not unusual for March, correct? No, there are usually, uh, you know, these tremendous temperature swings because you've got winter hanging on, uh, especially in the upper levels of the atmosphere. But you've got the the uh, steeper solar angle and the longer days causing the ground to warm more readily. So uh, you've got winter trying to hang on, spring trying to take over, and you can have these wild fluctuations. So I told you the next. Four days of March are going to be warm, but then the last four days of the month, going right up through Wednesday the 31st, we're going to have temperatures colder than average. Uh, I I like to look at the European temperatures at uh, what we call 18Z, Dan, or in this case, when we're on daylight saving time, that would be 2 o'clock in the afternoon, which is typically about the time we get our warmest temperature of the day. Today, uh, Monday, March 22nd, the European model is predicting a high temperature reading of 60. Now, keep in mind, we should be, when you average things out, we should be around 50. So we are definitely milder than average. So 60 today, 63 for Tuesday, 58 for Wednesday, and the best day this week, Dan, Thursday, High temperature reading of 73 degrees. Now, I want to put a big asterisk there and a big caveat, because when we are discussing uh, the uh, high temperature, we are talking about the Hartford, Windsor Locks area. So while on Thursday, the temperature may very well be 73 in Hartford 
and Windsor Locks. Keep in mind, the temperature of Long Island Sound right now is about 43. So when you have a, a, a wind blowing off Long Island Sound, especially the southeastern part of Connecticut, places like Stonington and Groton and New London and over toward East Lyme and even Old Lyme and Old Saybrook and Waterford, that entire area along the shoreline, Dan, can be much much colder than the temperatures that I'm uh, talking about here. And that's because they're getting a southerly wind off the 40 to 45 degree ocean and sound waters, which is obviously going to bring their temperature down to a much cooler level than when you get uh, 20, 30 miles inland and uh, no real impacts from the sea breeze. Friday and Saturday are transitional days, Dan. We go from that 73 on Thursday to 64 on Friday to 59 on Saturday. And you're saying, hey, Brad, that doesn't sound bad. You know, not bad at all. But then listen to these next few days coming up. Sunday, high temperature reading of 41. Monday, high temperature reading of 36. And I'll tell you what. The European computer model, Dan, we can address this in a minute when we get to the on the weather map segment, but the European computer model especially is predicting some wintry fun, shall we say, next Monday. Tuesday, high temperature reading of 43, and then Wednesday trending back to normal on the last day of March and as we head toward uh, April Fool's Day with temperatures moving up into the middle 50s. Well, atmospheric-wise, what's at play here as far as leading to our warm temperatures right now and then the transition? Well, you you know, we basically have some ridging in the east, which uh, essentially means that we've got a jet stream that's flowing to our west, but also to our north. So instead of the jet dipping down south of us where cold air would be uh, readily available to come down from Canada, where there is still, you know, a considerable snowpack, But even in Canada, Dan, these longer days and the steeper solar angle is doing a job on the snowpack there. So the snowpack is what, uh, you know, keeps the cold air cold and allows the cold air to build over uh, parts of Canada. And that cold air, when a system goes by and we get a northerly wind, is tapped and it can come down over us. But with the jet stream flow to our west and to our north, that cold air is literally trapped north of the jet and it can't come down. So I'm thinking that for most of the week, we've got ridging on the East Coast, uh, most prevalent during the day on Thursday. Then, as I said, Friday and Saturday, we're transitioning. And then by next week, it looks like we've got some uh, pretty steep troughing in the East, uh, pretty deep troughing in the East, I should say. And Sunday and Monday especially, so I believe that's, uh, what, the 28th and the 29th of, of March, look for a, uh, a, a comeback to, to winter for a couple of days. So we're in a situation now where we're taking three giant steps forward, but every now and then we take two giant steps backward and then we're going to take one or two steps forward and then one or two steps backward. But we are eventually going in the right direction here, Dan. And uh, it's it's much harder to see now 
uh, when I'm looking at the next 10 days of European temperatures, we've really only got two out of the 10 that are, are going to be quite cold. And then probably the next grouping of 10, we're probably only going to look at maybe one out of the 10 that's really quite cold. And so, so we are uh, definitely trending in the right, right direction. I want to talk a bit about Action Carpet and Floor Covering, one of our underwriters for the Bradfield Weather Podcast. It's that time of year when perhaps you're looking at remodeling your home and you want new floors or maybe new tile in the bathroom. The place to go is Action Carpet and Floor Covering in Simsbury, founded in 1993 by Kevin Blake. Action Carpet and Floor Covering serves both residential and commercial customers. They offer brand name floor covering products and vinyl, laminate, hardwood, carpet, area rugs and tile, plus backsplash. Yes, it is time to think about remodeling the home for spring. And that's where Action Carpet and Floor Covering comes in. By the way, free estimates on all installations from Action Carpet and Floor Covering. Free quotes are offered for insurance estimates, high pressure or hot water extraction, stripping and waxing of floors, upholstery cleaning, restoration, area rug cleaning, and much, much more. Action Carpet and Floor Covering wants their customers to be beyond satisfied. They want to be considered their customers' one and only floor covering company. Call Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury today at 860-651-8406, 860-651-8406, or go online at action-carpet.com, action-carpet.com. Action Carpet and Floor Covering, a full-service flooring company. Brad, before we get to our On the Weather Map segment, a couple podcasts back you had mentioned by the time we get to April 1st, we are going to see a real transition into springtime weather. Do you still see that? The honest answer, Dan, is no. <laughs> uh, and, and, and that's what makes, uh, you know, I, I've always, uh, as a meteorologist, had had trouble. Uh, and I'm not a, I, you know me, Dan, I am not a troublemaker. But when I do believe that my position is correct, I will defend my position. And I was always pushed by my television bosses to forecast longer and farther out than I thought was possible. And, you know, the, uh, the network that I previously worked for now is doing a 10-day forecast. Well, here on the podcast, uh, I only usually go out a week when uh, we're, we're giving the, the prediction here on Monday, March 22nd. I will go out to Monday, March 29th. That's a seven-day prediction. But my, uh, my, my former colleagues now are being forced to uh, not only go out to next Monday, but next Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of next week as well. And I, I think the farther out you go in the forecast, diminishing returns. I mean, sometimes you you can get the atmosphere, the atmospheric geometry, shall we say, where the uh, ridges and troughs all are absolutely correct. But it can be some local aspect 
that fouls everything up. And let me give you an example of that, Dan. Say I said uh, that, um, you know, as we get into the first few days of April, it's going to be exceptionally warm. And I was counting on a southwest wind or a west wind coming off the land. Well, let's just say that I got the that one thing wrong, the wind component. Let's say that wind component, instead of being out of the west, was more out of the south. So instead of our air coming off New York State and off land, our air is coming off Long Island Sound and the ocean. And as I just told you, the ocean temperature is 40 to 45 degrees. So I can have the geometry of the atmosphere all correct and everything. But if I get one little thing wrong, like the surface wind direction, the forecast goes up in smoke. Instead of being 70, it's 40 to 45. So there are certain things that I just don't think can be done you, you can look at an overall situation, and I still look at the overall situation and say, we'll be getting better and better and better as we go through the month of April. And we better be getting better and better and better through the month of April because I'm the assistant varsity baseball coach for Granby High School, and the head coach is asking me every single day uh, about the, the uh, weather conditions. So, I said to you, Dan, off air that uh, he's going to like the, the, the weather we're going to have for our pitchers and catchers outside this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We're giving them Friday off, and as it turns out, that's good because it looks like it's going to rain on Friday. But Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday look good. But as I told you, Dan, he doesn't want to know about next week. So if he's in a nice mood today and everything's going well, I'm not going to tell him that next Monday the high temperature is going to be 36 and it might <laughs> snow. So I'll just keep that to myself for now. Sure. Uh, now let me ask you this, because in our previous podcast, uh, the forecast was calling for some precipitation, including maybe some, some wintry mix or even some snow in certain portions of the state Friday into Saturday morning. And that never happened. So my question to you is, what happened? Good, good question, Dan. And I appreciate that because you know a lot of a, a lot of times uh, a meteorologist will make a prediction and just you know it's wrong, and then just gloss over it or pretend it didn't happen and, and move on. So uh, I'm I'm glad that you gave me the opportunity to explain the 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 storm tracked as it was supposed to track. The precipitation, though, Dan, shut down a little bit sooner than I thought it would shut down. I thought it would shut down around the, the hours just prior to daybreak, maybe 5 a.m., 6 a.m., something like that. But in essence, when I looked back and looked at the Bradley data, the precipitation shut down some uh, maybe six hours sooner in the uh, 11 p.m. to 12 p.m. time frame. Now, we always talked about it as a race. We always talked about it as rain, probably changing over to snow, and I predicted a few inches of accumulation. Now, what happened was the northerly wind brought in the cold air so that by morning it was certainly cold enough to snow. But what also happened, though, Dan, is the northerly wind brought in dry air, and it brought in dry air near the ground. So if you looked at the radar, it looked like it was still precipitating, but the snowflakes were falling into the dry air, the Arctic air, 
dry air that came into the region on that northerly wind and sublimated in the dry air before it hit the ground. Some places had a few lonely snowflakes, but instead of getting that burst of precipitation that I thought we would get for two, three, four hours, it dried out and shut down. So in essence, it was still pouring rain when it was 38, but that was just too warm to support uh, any snow. So we had the race between the cold air coming in and the time the precipitation ended, and the precipitation ended just before the cold air got here. Well, there you go. Brad, now that we have looked back, let's look ahead. What's on the weather map? A beautiful, large, high-pressure system, Dan, is sitting right over southern New England. It means clear sky. It's sunny and beautiful out there today. It means nice, mild days, but also it's dry air, so you can have huge temperature swings. So while we're about 10 degrees above normal per day, we're going to be about 5 or 10 degrees below normal per night. So we've got the mild days, but we've got the chilly, frosty nights. Now, by daybreak Tuesday, March 23rd, that high is going to be right over Connecticut. I think if you leave your car outside tonight, you'll need the scraper tomorrow morning when you head out. I think there'll be a lot of frost on the windshield because there'll be uh, perfect conditions for radiational cooling tonight. The temperature will go right down to the dew point. That means the humidity will be 100%. But that dew point is going to still be below freezing, so I do expect quite a lot of frost. Now, by Wednesday, the high will be south of Nova Scotia. Now, that's going to produce, remember, clockwise around the high. So if it's off to our east like that, we're going to start getting a light southerly flow. So we're going to get increasing levels of humidity. But at the same time, we're going to have an increase in cloud cover as well. And that southerly flow, Dan, is really going to differentiate the temperatures between, as I said, Stonington, Old Saybrook, East Lime, from Windsor Locks, for example. There'll be a, a huge temperature uh, dis, uh, difference in that in that range. The southerly flow will be very pronounced during the day on Thursday. That's when I'm predicting low 70s for interior Connecticut. We will have a cold front strung out from Detroit to the Western Gulf of Mexico. And I I always say this, and I'm usually right about this. It's usually always warmest right before the cold front. And the converse of that is true. It's usually colder than you think right before the warm front. So Thursday without cold front coming, I think we're going to have this whoosh of warm air come up over Connecticut. uh, Friday... The uh, low will be around Detroit with a cold front from about Pittsburgh down to the Florida Panhandle. I talked about the transition to cooler. Saturday, that front has swept offshore. That front will come across Friday, bring us some showers. Uh, Saturday, the front will sweep offshore and a secondary cold front will be around Buffalo, New York. That's going to come through and make Sunday quite a bit colder. Uh, Again, the high on Sunday, only about 40. And by Monday, we are going to see a low-pressure system forming off New Jersey, south of New England. Now, for now, Dan, the only computer model that does this is the European. But as you know, 
I tend to favor and like the European model. It has a bombs away sitting off uh, Wellfleet and Orleans and Chatham, Massachusetts on Monday. Uh, so, you know, we're going to have to watch that thing. Uh, with the cold air coming in and a major nor'easter, uh, perhaps, perhaps, the uh, European, uh, excuse me, the uh, GFS and the Canadian are not on board with this like the European model is. So over the next few days, uh, I'll be watching for this. You can get the daily updates at bradfieldweather.com and we'll let you know if anything uh, changes there on this. But for now, it looks like uh, th there could be a very big storm off Cape Cod sometime next Monday. So a week hence colder air coming in so you put the two together big storm and colder air uh we could have some winter time fun in about a week okay so we may be in the early segment of spring but winter is not over yet that's for sure and not uh, yet no, not, not yet, yet dan we're getting there but not yet I want to take a moment to talk about one of our underwriters for the Bradfield Weather Podcast, McAllen Construction of Prospect, Connecticut, a full-service construction company. And when I say service, McAllen Construction services the entire state. McAllen Construction is licensed as a major contractor, new home construction contractor, plumbing and piping limited P7, home improvement contractor, and subsurface sewage installer, plus utility, carpentry, excavation, and snow removal for residents, commercial businesses, and state and local governments. McAllen Construction is a woman-owned small minority business, licensed with the state of Connecticut and insured. Call McAllen Construction today at 203-758-3474. That's 203-758-3474. Or for more information, you can go online, mccallanconstructionct.com, mccallanconstructionct.com. From utility construction, residential and commercial building projects, site work, water and sewer repairs, and installation, plus much, much more, it's McAllen Construction. From the first dig to the last nail. As we put a wrap on our podcast, putting it together on Monday, March 22nd, what does our forecast look like? Well, I am thrilled to report that the next two days are just going to be fabulous. Today, sunny, 58 to 64. Again, Monday, the 23rd, 58 to 64 degrees, so substantially above average. But tonight will be frosty. Remember I said we'll probably need the scraper if your car is outside tonight, clear with temperatures between 28 and 34. Now, coming up for Tuesday, brilliant sun, temperatures in the 60s inland, but I think we're going to see sea breezes kick in on the Connecticut shoreline. So I'm predicting uh, temperatures between 48 and 54. And the way this usually runs, Dan, along the shoreline, it's usually coolest this time of year over towards Stonington in the southeast corner. And it's usually a little bit milder down toward Greenwich and Stamford. There's much less sound to work with down in that part of the state. And they have to have a southeast wind coming in. This is going to be more a southwest or southerly wind. So Stonington will be the coldest tomorrow. Wednesday, more in the way of clouds. 
Uh, temperatures 55 to 60 inland with the cloud cover and only around 50 at the Connecticut shoreline. Thursday is the whoosh of warmth coming in ahead of the cold front. So I'm going for 66 to 72 inland on Thursday. 50s at the Connecticut shoreline. Friday, the first front comes through. Morning and midday showers. Temperatures in the 60s. Saturday, a good deal of sun, but we start the transition. Temperatures in the 50s. Sunday is colder. 38 to 44 across the state. Mostly cloudy. There can be a shower or two. And Monday, chance of rain or wet snow with temperatures in the 30s. And Dan, uh, one thing I thought of when I was giving Sunday's forecast, I said colder, 38 to 44, mostly cloudy with a shower or two. This time of year, Dan, it is extremely functional on how heavy the precipitation is. And let me let me talk to you about that. If if you're predicting a light rain and you uh, you start getting a shower and it's light, the raindrops will mix colder air down from the upper levels of the atmosphere so that if the precipitation picks up in intensity and becomes heavy, oftentimes you will see rain, a rain shower, turn to a heavy snow shower, and then as it lets up again, turns back to rain. So this is the type of thing that can happen in the last few days of March and into the middle part of April. When you get one of these, quote, April showers, if it comes down unusually heavily, you can mix cold air down from aloft and it can quickly turn over to snow. So that's an interesting thing that happens this time of year as well. Now we'll just have to keep an eye on that. But as we uh, wrap up the podcast, Brad, as you know, we always like to say a big thank you to our first responders who are on the line every day. I know you have gotten your first vaccine shot, and uh, a big thank you to the first responders for all that they do. Right. I uh, I was there, and, and true to my word, Dan, I mean, and it's easy, too, because, you know, these people are out there working, and they're, they're risking getting uh, infected with every single person that they come in contact to and see. So, absolutely, I, I join with you to thank them. And, uh, and uh, my second shot is scheduled now for April 12th, Dan. And I think as more and more people, if they elect to get vaccinated, get vaccinated, you know, maybe we're going to incrementally put this thing behind us. Well, I'm hoping that we're rounding third and heading toward home. That's what I'm there hoping for. There you go. <laughs> and, and that the outfielder has a weak arm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, that's going to do it for our podcast. A uh, big thank you to our podcast audience. And uh, Brad, to you and Sandy and our audience, have a great week. Yes, thank you, Dan. You have a, a great little mini vacation yourself, and uh, give my very best to Susan. I sure will. The Bradfield Weather Podcast has been underwritten by McAllen Construction Company, your place for residential projects. McAllen Construction, from the first dig to the last nail. And by Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury, a full-service, family-run flooring company.